Well, hello there. It's been a minute. It's been a real long minute. Um, it's I checked before doing this a month ago since I've uploaded, which is honestly, I thought it was way longer than that. That's gotta be. That can't be. I mean, it's probably like a month ago in twenty-eight days, which still feels way more recent than I thought, but it's been a long few months. There's been a lot that's went on, and I don't know, I guess I'm in like a really scary place. One of the things, one of the first things that's happened is that I have really made a a pretty big choice for myself, I guess to kind of it's hard to explain, but to hold myself more accountable in a certain aspect of my life, to um, abandon what is easy, what seems to be something that I always fall on or or go after when I'm feeling completely horrible. Because even though it makes me feel good in the moment or it helps alleviate some of the pain in the grand scheme of things it's something that one I just couldn't handle and two uh, is it was yeah it needed to go so I I've thought about giving that up for a while but it was just too scary to do but I've done it and Maybe that's why it feels way longer than a month since my last upload because every day feels forever long. That's not true, but it's hard. Um, there's updates. So I was having one of my awesome breakdowns and uh, had made it to therapy and I don't know what it was. It was one of those weeks where everything was just a problem and I didn't know how to explain it. And so I was going all over the place. And I guess I might have talked about this in the last upload because this is basically um, what had happened. But the way that I was talking in my therapy session, the way that I was just kind of starting thoughts out and then stopping them mid-sentence or before I would complete the thought and jump onto another thing. And and it was just kind of like I couldn't get out the words and I couldn't stay focused enough on a single thought that my therapist was kind of like, he just pointed out that that happens and that it seems like I struggle sometimes to kind of keep to those thoughts and, and, and flesh them out, I guess. And so he suggested I see a psychiatrist and get some ADHD testing done. And that kind of caught me off guard because I, that was like never on my radar at all. But it kind of made sense when I looked more into it and stuff and was like, dang, this is a this is a long list that describes me, but 
you know, I don't know. I I didn't want to jump the gun and think that that was, you know, a for sure thing until I saw a psychiatrist. But it was just hard to not kind of, I don't know, expect it to be true. What I'm trying to do with this recording thing, what I tried doing with this recording thing was at the beginning stages, it was definitely just me getting on here and just rambling. But then I, I wanted some structured rambling, right? So like I, I would write things out like a topic and, 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 and kind of help myself keep on point. And I, I, I'm not kidding myself. I don't think that this is like this podcast is going to be exploding into anything, but I don't know. It's just kind of like a standard that I have for myself. Like I need it to be kind of presentable in a way. I don't know, but I just, I could not sit down and and put thoughts together. I, I still can't. I literally, um, I've, I've been wanting to record, but I, I just, I, 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 I don't know how to <laughs> write it out anymore. And I don't know, I guess my confidence level in myself when it comes to just getting on here and rambling is pretty low. So I've just been putting it off and I guess kind of, I don't know, being too self-conscious about it. And Literally, tonight, like, my friend uh, ended up having to do something tonight, so we're not playing Gears, and my wife's at work, so I was like, you know what? What the fuck? Let's just, let's just get on here and, and record, um, because while this is going to be disorganized and just all over the place, more than likely, I don't know, it feels good to do this, but... I've been so scatterbrained and it felt good to realize that maybe that's what it was like to have, to be able to identify it as my brain just going all over the place because of this ADHD thing where it's like, I I can't, I don't know how to explain it. (laughs) And, um, the forgetfulness that I was having, the, the inability to just, fucking focus on anything like I guess it kind of helped me realize that maybe it's not just me being a fucking lazy piece of shit or some stupid I don't know but anyway trying to find a psychiatrist was a fucking challenge I um I would look and 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 I would call and I called so many places especially that first week where my therapist told me to to do it because like I was like wanting to my therapist hasn't really we we haven't talked about diagnosis i know that he gave me anxiety he diagnosed me with anxiety um for some medical paperwork that i had completed for work so but i mean we never really go into it we don't really talk about like what that means for me we just kind of talk about shit so to be seen for something potentially leading to medication or something. I don't know. Like it was kind of, this is a legit thing. This is something that I actually have. But at the same time, it was scary. Cause it's like, there is something wrong with me. 
So it was this weird battle of of kind of excitement and eagerness and oh shit. <laughs> but um I would call and a lot of these places would be like we uh you have to have your therapist at this facility and your psychiatrist here. We can't do just psychiatry, which was like I would understand it as like a we recommend you do this, but not like a we're not going to see you unless you do it this way cuz fuck that shit. Pretty much my experience. It wasn't anything to do with my insurance. It was well, we require you to do things our way. And if you're not willing to do everything our way and give up the therapist that you're already seeing, we can't help you. Which is just fucking bizarre to me. But eventually, my therapist found somebody for me. And, um, yeah, I made an appointment. I was super nervous and excited. Um, I get there. And the law, I don't know. I get there and the lobby's all weird. There's like two other people in there. They're together. I think it's a mom and a daughter. They, I don't know. It was awkward. They looked kind of weird. And I mean, I sh- I'm sure I looked weird. But anyway, uh, my insurance sucks. So uh, the the price of just being interviewed by the psychiatrist was pretty good bit of money and um we go in there and we sit down and dude's all right I mean he was nice I I definitely don't think that I could see him on a regular basis and like talk about some of the darker things because he was just so happy (laughs) go lucky I don't know but he was nice um but we talked about things and he kind of ran down a a list of questions and it was insane to me how many things I was answering yes to. I almost felt like he was probably going to think, I don't know if this is like weird paranoia, but I was feeling like he was going to think that I was just trying to meet all of these things because I was saying yes to so many of the, the questions, but he, he did a really cool thing where he would explain to me like, how typically ADHD causes certain things to happen. And I'm trying to think this is, this has been a a minute. Well, I need to stop saying that. This has been a while ago since I've had the initial interview with him reading books. This isn't like a huge game changer, but I don't read books. (laughs) I would like to read books. They're like the Witcher books. I would like to read I need to stop sounding like a nerd on here. But anyway, there's like these books that I would like to read. And I've tried. I um like the Witcher books. I've really tried reading them. But it's just like it's so fucking hard for me because like I understand the like I know what the words are. I can read them. But I get to the bottom of the page and I'm just kind of like, the fuck did I just read? I like, I don't have any comprehension, any understanding of what I just read. And so I find myself having to go back and, and just 
reading back through everything that I've already read. And even then I still might not get it. It's like, I can't, I don't know. It was amazing to me that he said that that was a thing because like, I just kind of thought I was a little dumb, (laughs) but it's just that I can't focus enough to, to it's reading's boring, right? You're just fucking sitting there reading. I want, I want reading to be fun. I do. I just can't. But anyway, the interview went well, and uh, I had to go back for actual testing. And so I had no idea what this was going to be, but I go back for the testing and pay another pretty good bit of money. We sit down, and the tests were very interesting. There was one where it was like this laptop, and I basically had to press the space bar every time a letter of the alphabet showed up on screen. It would flash up on there. Except for the letter X. When X showed up, I was not to press the space bar. So the letters would flash at different speeds. And that fucking X, man. And sometimes it would be like, it'd come up once and come up again, but you're not expecting it to come up again because what the fuck does that? And then it comes up a fucking third time, and you're just like, the X got me good. It got me good on that test. So after that one, there was a, oh man, there were like, I don't remember how many tests, but there was another test where I had to um, decode something. So like, it wasn't really decoding something, but it's kind of similar to those puzzles where you'd have like a shape assigned to a letter. Well, in this one, it was like a number assigned to a shape or something like that. It might have been backwards. I don't remember. It was like a shape assigned to a number. And so I'd have to like use the key to kind of decode the puzzle. And there were like nine codes on there, I think, or nine symbols. And yeah, it was it was kind of hard to just kind of like look at the symbol, go back up to the top and find the thing and and keep doing that for like, I don't remember how long he had me do it, but it was a little bit. And then after that, there was kind of like a similar thing where there were these symbols all lined up in a line and you had to find out if there was one of the two specific symbols in this arrangement of symbols. Um, And then, oh man, there was another thing. There was one thing that I felt like I was like, dude, I'm killing this test, but I can't remember what it was. Anyway, then he was like, I'm going to say some numbers and then you're going to repeat them to me. So like four, seven, eight, two, four numbers in a row ain't that hard. But then it got like five and six, maybe even seven. I can't remember how many numbers, but it was a lot. And then he wanted me to do them backwards. And then he wanted me to do them in order. So like if it's four, eight, six, nine, you'd have to go four, six, eight, nine. Yeah. And after that one, he fucking pulls out a goddamn math book. Starts reading me motherfucking math questions. 
And um, like Mike has 50 oranges, gives 17 to Pam, 14 to Jim, and maybe not that complex, but it was it was it was his word problems. And I mean, like I was having to scrunch over the table with my head in my hands, just like really forcing myself to think about what the fuck he just said to me and then figure out the problem. Um, when I left that appointment, my, I was sweating. (laughs) It's crazy that I was sweating, but anyway, um, he had talked to me about before, like in the interview process, we talked about some other things like mood and, um, my anxiety, depression. Uh, he said that, it, you know, sounds a lot like I have um, depression and uh, that I need to maybe talk to my therapist about going on medication. I didn't want to do that. <laughs> I, I mean, like, I didn't want to have to be the one to bring it up. Now, if it's brought up to me, I'm open to it, but I don't want to have to be the one to bring it up because I don't know. It's like this weird thing where it's like I'm asking to be medicated I don't know. It's weird. I acknowledge that. But because he was talking about possibly, you know, if I'm ADHD, I might need to go on medication. It was time to find a primary care doctor because I don't have one. Um, so that's what I did. I tried to, well, I didn't actually, I didn't even really look because I was talking to my therapist about it. That was um, this... I had my test and therapy on the same day, which was perfect because we talked about it and he's like, Hey, I've got a doctor I can refer you to. And so, yeah, that all worked out. Saw a doctor actually yesterday. Yesterday was my first appointment in forever with a primary care doctor. And I mean, there have been moments here lately where it's like it just hits how serious this is I'm seeing a doctor for this kind of stuff and um, so I've been diagnosed with uh, depression anxiety ADHD and she prescribed me some medication (laughs) I picked up that medication today haven't took any yet I'm going to take some tomorrow morning. But the medication is for my depression and anxiety. The hope is that if I can get that under control, then my ADHD symptoms might also kind of calm down. But if not, then I might have to go on ADHD medication as well. The thing about going on medication, it may take a few weeks to have an effect, And even then, it could have a bad one. It could make me, you know, there are always side effects, but it could also make my shit worse, which is kind of scary. But the thing is, like, basically for possibly the next few weeks, months, whatever, I'm going to have to be going through changes with my medication to find, like, the perfect balance. And that's kind of intimidating. But when the doctor asked me yesterday about, you know, if I'm open to going on medication, my response was, I'm ready to not feel this way anymore. 
So it might be hard, but I'm <laughs> very eager to do what I can to not feel this way anymore. The um, past month or so, things have been getting weird <laughs> with me. So pretty sure previous episodes we've talked about all of the ways that I can feel. But lately, fear has come back into my life hardcore. And I don't know why. There was one day I went over to a friend's house. We were watching Last Chance You on Netflix. We do this thing where uh, we watch the entire season together. And uh, I got back home really, really late. And I just have this overwhelming dread when I pull into my driveway. I just feel like I'm in total danger. The kids were at their grandparents' house for once, and my wife was at work. So I was home alone, and it was maybe about 11 o'clock at night now that I'm thinking about it. I get out of the car and just kind of like hair standing up on the back of your neck and just wanting to hurry and get inside the house rushed over me. So I, I get up to the door and I unlock it and I get inside and now I'm I'm full of this feeling that somebody's in the house. And so I'm like freaked out. I, I, I kind of cautiously check every room in the house convinced that I'm going to die or something. And then um, eventually I make it on the couch trying to calm down. And I don't know. I don't know how to describe it, but I was, I was freaked out that night. Well, then it was, it was at night. I, I, it was, a, it was during the week. I woke up in the middle of the night, went to the bathroom. And as I was coming back from the bathroom, or no, no, no I was in that bathroom washing my hands and I hear a noise. It's almost like a, it was like a digital noise or something, but it wasn't my phone and it didn't sound like anything that was from my wife's phone. And so rationally, I'm trying to be like, dude, chill. And I'm laying in bed and I'm just like, it's all good. It's fine. It's all good. It's fine. But I cannot abandon this idea that somebody's in the house. And, and my mind goes off on this fucking adventure of all of the things that are going to happen if I don't fucking get up. And I am overwhelmed with this feeling of like, <laughs> this intruder is going to kill my family. He's going to kill me. And I can't shake it. And so after wrestling with myself mentally, for a good, like, anywhere from 10 to 30 minutes. I have no idea how long it's took. I finally get out of bed, and I'm I'm feeling, I, I'm legitimately convinced somebody's in my house. And so, like, it's this fear of, like, walking out the door of my bedroom and seeing somebody in the fucking living room. So I'm, I am full of adrenaline, and I check every room again, check the doors locked, and then lay down. And although I know that it's safe now, 
my mind is continuing with these horrible thoughts of things that could happen. I wake up that next morning, and I'm getting ready to go to work. And it's still dark outside, so the house is dark. And my wife is laying on her back in bed, but she's not snoring. And my wife is a snorer. So I legitimately had to check if my wife was still alive before I left because I was so worried about what if I was wrong about last night and, you know, I didn't want to leave the kids home alone with their mother dead. I didn't want to be at work not knowing that she It's fucking crazy. <laughs> and that's one of the things I told my, or the psychiatrist I met with when we were talking about anxiety. There was another thing that happened kind of recent, like a week or two ago. I had this dream, and it's a weird dream. I've been having stupid dreams now, but this one was like, it was like this person was in front of me. I don't remember who they were or anything, but it started to do something weird with their face or something. And it was like, I have this memory of it being kind of like cultish in a way. I can't remember exactly, but it was really fucking creepy and weird. And like behind me in the dream, there was like this static noise. Well, I wake up and I hear the noise behind me. And earlier in the night, my wife had gotten up from the bed and went somewhere else to sleep because our daughter raided our bed that night. And I guess it was just very uncomfortable because my wife was smushed in the middle. (laughs) But I get to the point where I'm hearing this static still. And it's coming from behind me. It just made the weird person doing something weird with their face. It It made it too real. And so I'm trying to get out of bed. But I can't move really and I'm stumbling and it's I'm struggling to get out and I'm trying to get to to my wife and I'm trying to say something I'm trying to not really yell but just try to get something out to to call for her and I can't and I just remember feeling this like immense fucking terror well I wake up again So that was a dream within a dream. I wake up for real this time and I get out of bed and it's still kind of a struggle just because I'm fucking tired. But I I move as fast as I can just to get out of the room, just to be away. And when I get out of the bedroom, I mean, it's like my heart is fucking pounding. It like hurts my chest. It's beating so fucking fast and I don't know like it's been a long while since something like that's happened and I just don't really understand where this fear is coming from I talked with my therapist about it it kind of I don't know went nowhere um my last session with my therapist he made me like (laughs) break down crying in like five minutes but it was about 
It was a, it was it was a good cry, I guess. I don't know. Basically, there's been a lot going on. And there's a lot of of sadness because I guess I've just a lot of things and I don't really cry a lot I guess I I, I, I get teary but last night I mean, I was fucking crying last night. So, um, you know, I want (laughs) to, another thing that encouraged me to get on here and, and record was during my doctor's appointment yesterday, she encouraged me to get back in the gym because I had mentioned that I was working out pretty regularly and then earlier this year just things kind of spun out of control so she encouraged me to get it back in the gym and then she encouraged me to find a hobby do something for me and this was really a nice outlet this was really an interesting thing to do I want to be able to do it again. I want to be able to do it every week. I want to be able to feel good about what I'm putting out there. There were at least a few episodes that I did where I felt like really proud of what I was saying to myself. But I can't pretend that that's what's going to happen. Because it's unfair to the two people that listen. (laughs) Or however many are out there. But, yeah. This is probably going to be pretty irregular for a while. I'm hoping that I really want to be able to write again. I just, I'm so tired all the time. And my mind is just always so all over the place. And when I try to sit down and think about how I'm feeling, think about what I want to say, there's just too much. Because I get in my own head and I'm like, if I'm going to say something, it's got to be important. It's got to have a point to it. Not that I'm like some kind of important person, but because I feel like I want it to be important. I want it to mean something so bad. One of the things that I wanted to do with this thing was to kind of break a stigma of mental illness. Was to be honest about what it looks like. And here's one of the sadder things that it looks like. The little hobbies that you have. The things that you actually do enjoy doing. It just gets too hard. And eventually you run out of these hobbies. You start giving them up. But it's kind of therapeutic to sit here and talk about all of the things that have been going on and the issues that I've been dealing with. It's, I don't know, just scary and so much pain. It's hard work to 
get better, but it's, it's what I'm doing. So, yeah, I, um, I don't know. Thanks for listening. If you're out there and you happen to stumble upon this and somehow make it through all of this, I'll, um, hopefully be checking in sooner rather than later.